Hello and welcome to Movies on the Side. This is Stephen Robles. And this is Nate Baranowski. And this week we review the 2012 movie The Amazing Spider-Man. We start off with talking about Andrew Garfield. I, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. And that's our general feeling about it. We also talk about the weird CG of the Lizard Man in this movie. We go to Romance Corner and then we talk about Dennis Leary as Capitan Stacy. What's his name in this movie? We yeah, talk about Dennis Captain, Leary. It's Captain Stacy. We even rank the three actors who have played Spider-Man. So strap on your web-slinging backpack and join us for a special <laughs> I'm just kidding. All this and more on movies on the side. That was good. Nate, you texted me while you were watching this movie last night that something made you so mad, and I can't wait to hear why you don't like Andrew Garfield as Spider-Man. I don't know if that's it, but that's what I'd like to believe made you mad. It might be. Mm-hmm. Steven, read the title of this movie that we watched from 2012 and read it like you always read it with every little bit included. The Amazing Spider-Man? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yep okay here's the thing here's the thing Nate. little background i love spider-man i really like spider-man i watched the cartoon as a kid and if anyone ever tweets or posts something about toby Mm mcguire versus andrew garfield Mm -hmm. versus tom holland i'm gonna get up in arms i'm gonna tweet i'm gonna reply i'm gonna make my opinion heard because i have strong feelings about what is your opinion between rating those three (sighs) spider-men this is the challenge First, well, I get we're wait, just gonna wait. jump. We're gonna jump Let's, right into it. Hold on a second. Okay. Let's tease that. If you can get through us rambling about the Amazing Spider Dash Man <laughs> from 2012, <laughs> you can hear us at the very end. We used to do top fives. Yes. We will rate. Yes. Our Spider Men. Yes. At the end. Spider Man's teaser. We will rate Amazing's Spider Man. Spiders. Amazing Spiders Man. Spiders yeah. Man. Here's the thing: the first Spider Man's movies came out as a trilogy. Tobey Maguire. And I thought those were really good movies. I think I still stand by them. Spider-Man 2 mm-hmm. with Doc Ock was very, very good. When you believe that Tobey Maguire was a good Spider-Man, and then you come up on Andrew Garfield in The Amazing Spider-Man, it feels weird. Mm. I, I've heard this said, and I'm inclined to agree, that Tobey Maguire was a better Peter Parker Andrew Garfield was a better Spider-Man. Have you heard something like this? I have not, but I could understand the opinion. Yeah. Steven, give me the Rotten Tomatoes for The Amazing Spider-Man. The Rotten Tomatoes, 72% critic score, 77 audience. This is a high-scoring movie. People liked it. I, I was not one of those people. <laughs> so Necessarily. So, so here's the thing. I'm going to give it the benefit of the doubt. I saw this movie a long time ago. In my memory, I remembered this movie as being garbage. I remember this movie as bad. Of any Spider-Man movie, I don't want to rewatch mm-hmm. it. We've rewatched this movie with the kids while on vacation because mm-hmm. they wanted to see it. We saw this and the amazing Spider-Man colon two mm. right after. With Jamie Foxx. With Jamie Foxx. I don't know how much they had to pay him to be in that movie and act like he did, <laughs> but he's in that movie. Not enough. And I have very mixed feelings about this movie. I'm just let's just let's just be real right here. We're gonna be transparent, me and you, Nate. Okay. It's just the two it's of us. It's just the here. two of us. I'm worried what you're gonna say. Watching Andrew Garfield play Peter Parker still makes my skin crawl. I don't like him as as as, as Peter Parker. As Spider Man, I feel like this movie, compared to the first trilogy, you can't really compare it to Far From Home and Homecoming because those movies are kind of a, a very different league. But I feel like the web slinging 
and Spider-Man action stuff. The little lines that he says, maybe it's, you don't have to see his face when he says these lines because he has the Spider-Man mask on. Like, I feel like yeah, the Spider-Man scenes are okay. And also, I'll just say it here, the music that they play during some of these web-slinging scenes and action scenes is very inspiring. I did not remember the music being this good. It is both very inspiring and very loud compared to the dialogue <laughs> in this movie. Yes. I was riding that volume button so hard because it was like, yes. Yeah. And I'm and I'm Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> What did you think of, of Andrew Garfield? Okay. I want to know. Okay. I need to first talk about Spider-Man and then Andrew Garfield. Mm. Because growing up, I didn't watch the TV show and I didn't read a lot of the comics. But I kind of knew of Spider-Man through other people who were super into Spider-Man teaching me about him. Mm. And I, you know, absorbed it. So Tobey Maguire came along and said, okay, I get it. But I remember hearing whispers. Mm. Or maybe the shouting of one person here or there that, like, that's not kind of what Spider-Man is like. Mm. Spider-Man is a jokester. Right. And he is, like, he's a kid who's kind of giving quips. Yes. And he's, yes. like, he's got this, like, funny way about him that he's fighting these really rough and tumble criminals. And he is, like, joking about it and being kind of playful in yeah. his yeah. in his way. Which is not really what Tobey Maguire brought to the to the party. No, he was he was pretty serious. <laughs> now I would say that Andrew Garfield within Amazing Spider-Man, they try moving that direction, but there is something about even the lines in here that feels like they were trying to get more like goofy with the lines. Yes, but they kind of came off mean spirited from Spider-Man. Right. Which, to be fair, in this movie. Spider-Man, there is no sense of time. So you could tell me that the way this movie was shot, his Uncle Ben gets shot. The next day, he starts becoming a vigilante. And four days later, the conclusion of this movie happens. Because there's no sense of like, it's been six months. <laughs> that is true. So even while he's going around looking for the killer of his dad, and he's kind of giving some jokey lines, I always saw it through the perspective of man, this guy's really hurting and isn't dealing well with the loss of his uncle. Right. So I couldn't really get along for the fun, like, jokes at the criminal's expense. Yeah. Like, he, at one point in time, webs that guy to the wall and is kind of joking around and shoots a web at the guy's... <laughs> yes, go on. <laughs> and his mouth, where he can't breathe for a second, he's joking around. I was like, yeah. this guy seems a little... He's really enjoying this. The but he's uh, like a power the trip. pain. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. Like a power trip. Yeah. Same thing with his dealings with police. Like it's not your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man, right? Which I think out of the three, just based on that alone, yeah. Tom Holland does the best at being like, mm -hmm. yeah, I'm just a, I'm just a neighborhood friendly Spider-Man. Right. I'm just he's just trying to figure loving it out. being out here, just trying to do it. He's just trying to help people. Andrew Garfield is an angsty 25 year old guy in yeah. the Spider-Man outfit. <laughs> yes. But he's played opposite of Emma Stone as Gwen Stacy, which, I mean, I really like Kristen Dunst as Mary Jane in the original trilogy, but I will say Emma Stone as Gwen Stacy is very good. Should maybe uh, consider coming in through the lobby. <laughs> 
Emma Stone is great in this role. But the whole time I think to myself, now we go to Andrew Garfield, I think, why are you into this guy <laughs> so much? Andrew Garfield's acting in this movie. I like you, saw it back in 2012, but I think at that point in time, I was out of college, living that adult life, and I probably was, my rose-colored glasses had broken entirely, and I was probably more critical of movies. So I thought, ah, I didn't give it a fair shake. I lost the heart of the child, and I didn't appreciate Amazing (laughs) Spider-Man. I lost it in 1912. You lost it in 2012. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I watched it again, and I thought, this guy is not likable. No. Like, Uncle Ben's likable. Yes. Aunt May is likable. Yes. Emma Stone as Gwen Stacy is likable. Yeah. Even the bully guy who is a 1980s bully. Right. So over the top, eventually becomes rather likable. <laughs> but Andrew Garfield seems has a pained expression. Yes. Not super nice. Is spacey in a way that is annoying. He can't understand what he's saying. Because he can't say much. And instead of it coming across as like... Oh, this is like poor guys a little bit nervous. It comes across like I just say what you need to say to Gwen Stacy. And she like is so into him. I know. And I don't understand it. And I keep thinking like, why? Yeah, I agree. And let's do romance corner right now because we're talking about Gwen Stacy and Andrew Garfield. <laughs> Actually Gwen Stacy and Peter Parker. Or Emma Stone and Spider Man. <laughs> I don't believe that how into she is of him. Yes. Like you were just saying, like, like she seems so infatuated with this guy. And I feel like in real life, no one would give this guy the time of day. Yeah. Like, he, he does nothing but argue with her dad over at dinner. Right. He says something around like, you don't know my name. She's like, yeah, you might be concussed. What's your name? Sort of thing. Concussed. It, he does not have a personality, especially in school. That seems good. Does that make sense? Yes. No, absolutely. She does say one line that I believe where after he jumps off the roof and she finds out he's Spider-Man, she she goes, I'm in trouble. And like, that's fun. And that's good. And that's pretty fun. But like, it does not, it seems like high school crush sort of boyfriend, like, oh, I'm dating a bad boy who he comes into her bedroom through the window the very first time she invites him over. And I want her to immediately say like, I don't know you that well. It's not okay. <laughs> Please knock on the front door. <laughs> don't yeah. come up here. Not for my dad's sake, but for my sake. This is my bedroom. I will say, on that rooftop scene, when he tells her that he's Spider-Man, he actually never He doesn't even her. tell it. Yeah, yeah, because he doesn't say any important lines. <laughs> She's walking away, and he webs her mm-hmm. and pulls her. Like, that's a okay moment, I think. Again, it feels a little weird. And but... kisses her while she's trying to talk to him. So cool, yeah. cool, 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 cool. Which again, like it doesn't it, like the character feels inconsistent. Like he can barely get a word out to anybody. Yeah. But he's bold enough to kiss her while she's talking. I don't know. I'd like to provide some context, Nate, because I was just wondering. I have a note later that I want to talk about the CG of the lizard character. Mm-hmm. I was wondering when did this movie come out? What other movies were around the Amazing Spider-Man? Avengers. Avengers came out two months before this movie, so we had. The Mm -hmm. Marvel Cinematic Universe with us. Yep. We had the original Captain America and Thor movies. Yep. The Avengers came out at the beginning of this summer, and then The Amazing Spider-Man. And Nate, that just doesn't jive in my mind. Like, that doesn't It made a lot of sense to me. I actually finished watching this and thought, oh, this makes a lot of sense why this came after the very successful MCU heroes are developed. Because 
I think that this movie got too big for Spider-Man. It became like, all right, we need to have a beam in the sky. We need to have a big grand <laughs> like plot from the bad guy. We need to have these really really cool CGI fight scenes in here. And I think they lost in some ways the spirit of Spider-Man along the way, mm. all while trying to make it like this needs to be a big blockbuster. Also needs to be a cool, he's always at night. The cover of this movie looks like it could be pulled straight from like a PlayStation 3 title. Oh, absolutely. Like, yeah. This is this is for teenagers now. Like this isn't Yeah. This is like a really cool Spider-Man. My kids also said they liked this Spider-Man suit the best. That's a good one. It's got a lot of texture. It's got a lot of texture to it. A lot of texture, yeah. It's very good. But I want to talk about Uncle Ben real quick mm. and Aunt May, mm-hmm. Martin Sheen and Sally Field, powerhouse actors. Powerhouse actors. I totally forgot they were in this movie. And when I saw Aunt May as Sally Field, I was like, "Oh my goodness, what? The Flying Nun?" But anyway, uh, <laughs> I liked them as Uncle Ben and Aunt May. I did not like the scene where Uncle Ben dies. I feel like the the scene in the original Spider-Man trilogy with Tobey Maguire. Yes. That that scene and the setup where, you know, the last words he speaks to his Uncle Ben is something mean. Right. His Uncle Ben like drops him off the library or whatever. And then the scene where Uncle Ben dies in the first Spider-Man trilogy with Tobey Maguire, like it's believable. Yeah. Like it's it was more of an accident. This one, it felt like the director was yelling the the blocking right as they were filming the scene now grab the gun yeah okay you guys are struggling point the gun up a little bit and fire you know and i feel like it was just so contrived and you know like martin sheen like is just walking down the street now martin sheen as uncle ben i think he might be my favorite uncle ben he's a great like i really think that his like in the in the basement and talking about like I know it's a fight and then him coming to get him from school like he is great in that role yeah. now that that scene which feels like it's so played up so like over the top that whole yeah. scene yeah. but then Andrew Garfield walks up no on Martin Sheen on the ground <laughs> this now, is a, uh... what is what is better Justin Timberlake and Out of Time. I was just saying. I was just going to say. This is an in-time reference. Yeah, you really have to really oh. delve into the Mott's backlog to hear what we thought about Justin Timberlake mourning over his mom. But what did you feel about Andrew Garfield walking up casually? <laughs> never walking up casually on his uncle who raised him. Never yelling his name across the street. Like you would think. He would say, Uncle Ben, you know, something. I watched it and thought, oh, he doesn't know yet that it's his uncle. Right. But I think they chose to make it like he's in shock and he's walking through. I found this Andrew Garfield's reaction to Uncle Ben, and I'm saying the actor now, not, you know, uh-huh. is not Spider Man. No, it's bad. It's a bad morning scene. I was like, the whole scene up to that point was weird. And didn't feel great. And then Andrew Garfield, like, trying to mourn, it was like, I definitely got Justin Timberlake vibes. And the cry wasn't as bad. You know, when Justin Timberlake cries, (laughs) you know, it's more like a, ooh, it's not even a cry. But, oh, yeah, Andrew Garfield doing that, I was like, I don't believe any of this. And I don't believe this is an impetus for him to be, like, the responsible Spider-Man going forward. I think because 
it was so played up. I needed more fallout scenes and more scenes of him being like, I feel guilty because because of me. Right, right. That guy killed my uncle and more like conversations with Aunt May. Yeah. And more like stuff. But instead it jumped to like, let's watch this guy work with tech in order to make a Spider-Man suit. (sighs) And there were some like goofy scenes from that. And I was like, we just saw your uncle get shot. And you cry over him like, this editing does not give me time <laughs> to process this. Instead, it makes me feel like you were kind of jumping into work right. <laughs> and you really should be mourning your uncle. Can I also be honest, that thief guy who accidentally killed Uncle Ben? Yeah, from the 90s. He seemed like a nice guy. He threw uh, Andrew Garfield that milk. <laughs> he was so nice until he <laughs> shot that dude, is what you're saying. <laughs> well, you know. You win some, you lose some. Everybody's got to work. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what that means. Hey, this is a this is a hot take you're giving here. That no, you no, sympathizer no. for the murder of Uncle Ben. But no, I mean, just I'm not. I didn't sympathize after he. We'll murdered pull this him. clip. Oh my word! Anyway, let's talk about CG Nate because the bad guy in this movie is played by Doctor Connors. The actor's name. Do you know how to pronounce oh, did, this man's name? Uh, Reese Evans. Reese Evans. Goodness, but Nate, the CG in this movie becomes very problematic. Because, I don't know, correct me if I'm wrong, but it seems bad. It seems like bad CG as the lizard. I don't, yeah, I don't enjoy it. But here's something about me you have to know. Mm. I absolutely hate body horror in movies. Yes. I hate transformations into monsters. It probably all started back in Page Master (laughs) when Dr. Jekyll becomes Mr. Hyde. Mm. Actually, it probably goes back to Snow White. I don't like when the queen becomes the old witch woman. Oh my goodness. I hate body horror. I hate body transformations in movie. I find them creepy. They have haunted my nightmares for time. Now, now wait a minute. Wait a minute. Now, I have to take an issue with you right now, Nate. Because when we reviewed Spies in Disguise, you said him turning into a pigeon, no problem. You even, you're totally cool with that scene. Not body horror. That was funny. That was funny and goofy and he becomes a pigeon. I'm talking about body horror that's meant to be scary. No. Will Smith's CG character turning to a pigeon was body horror to me. That's why. I didn't okay. have a word for it when okay. we reviewed it officially, but but it's that's why horror. I take it. But anyway, okay. all that to say, I agree with you. I do not like body horror stuff. So I did not, I don't enjoy his transformation. It's the same no. thing with like werewolf transformations in movies. Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> what about the Michael J. Fox transformation? Don't like it. Don't like any of it. <laughs> I, I didn't even like Shaggy Dog getting all hairy. What about Van Helsing? No, don't like it. Don't like it. You don't like that the, was bad CGI. <laughs> well, that was terrible CGI. <laughs> Yeah, I I don't like it. And so, but I also can't look away. I think the lizard bad CGI in this movie actually helped me deal with the body horror. Mm. So I am like, thank you to the directors for making it not super scary and more just gross. There's a lot of grossness. Like his little, his little hand kind of becoming lizardy and everything. Like, it's gross. I don't want to watch it. I didn't want to watch it again. I felt like I was a kid covering my eyes when Maleficent becomes a dragon, but I'm instead I'm watching Spoiler Reese. I still have not seen that. Oh, movie. you still haven't seen Sleeping Beauty. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, she's saying sleeping it's, forever. It's, it's, it's Maleficent. But I thought the moment because the whole thing is Dr. Connors doesn't have an arm. Uh-huh. Do we ever re- do we ever find out why he doesn't have an arm? Uh no, I think it's uh I think it was genetic. I think it was at birth. Okay. You know the whole reason why he's doing all this research is he wants to Grow an arm back. He wants that arm so badly in this movie. <laughs> he's he's about the arm, and like I I can't I can't speak to it because I've always had two arms, so I don't. Mm-hmm. But Same. like Same. the fact that his motivation 
throughout the whole thing feels just this. I mean, it started, I guess it starts with this, and then it ends. He rambles on. The motivation of Dr. Connors is so convoluted that it goes from, I gotta, I gotta get rid of weakness. No, perfection. Everyone's gonna be a lizard now, and I'm gonna make it. It's like <laughs> that escalated so quickly. That escalated quickly. <laughs> yes. That it's like, I don't believe this at yeah. all. There was just the one moment when he's sitting at his desk and he grows his first lizard arm that looks more human. He grows his first arm. Yeah. That, you know, it's like... It's fun. Okay, you feel something for him. It's like, yep. he has two arms now. But then every other moment after that, it's like, this, this man's insane. I mean, but that he does not even get like 20 minutes with a good human arm before it becomes before his whole body <laughs> becomes a lizard. I know. I know. Poor guy. Whatever happened to that rat? That, didn't that rat have a calf lizard somewhere? Yeah, and he ate the other rat. It was probably deleted from your vid angel cut in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> he, You literally see the bottom half of the second mouse because the first mouse ate it. Mm. But I do have to say this. Dr. Connors and the lizard is both knockoff Doc Ock and knockoff Green Goblin and how like the voice talks to it. Yes. That I think that this is a bad villain. Yeah. The way it was done, it was like playing back on like I think Doc Ock did all of this better. This is no longer about curing ills. This is about finding perfection. Man, I couldn't agree with you more. And of all the things I remembered of the amazing Spider Man from my first viewing years ago was that I don't like the villain. Like it's not a good villain. No. Now, Amazing Spider-Man 2, which we'll discuss in the future, I think that changes. But More memorable villain. More memorable villain. I think more times, just better time spent, we'll say. But yeah, the lizard, and the, the lizard is also the only villain in this movie, really. Like, it's the only antagonist. I don't know. Uh, the guy from Jurassic World, Irfan Khan plays like the the norman osborne boss guy he's kind of like the bad oh, beneath yeah but I, I him he's the one who's being like we're gonna do human trials at the vet you know the vet the va the spider-man doesn't fight him you know yeah you're right he's man now he saves him actually here's what i want to kind of deal with here so yes. i think the villain's meh I think the villain fights between Spider-Man and Lizard. They have a few moments here and there, like in the school. Yeah. But the there should be more dialogue between them, I think, when they fight. There's a lot every once in a while it's like, Doc, Doc, you don't know what you're doing. And it's like, I think you just ADR'd this in so that there's some speaking. Oh yeah. But if there should be more like Dr. Connors, you're a lizard now. <laughs> <laughs> like one of those Like things. what happened? Yeah, there was no question about like, hey, what'd you do? Hey, I thought we were cool. Why are you all bad now? <laughs> there is one line that I remember yeah. from the first viewing, which is, poor Peter Parker. Oh, that was so... <laughs> and that's it. That's all I get, which is probably at the very last scene, the best CGI was the close-up of that lizard. But I do feel like they never fully figured out what they wanted that face to look like. Okay. So it seems like it was yes. several art directors making a compromise because he kind of ended a little Koopa Troopa from the original <laughs> Mario. Yes. Oh, my goodness, Nate. That was the, that was the one thing that I couldn't remember what the head was going to be mm -hmm. in his final form, you know, once he reached his final right. form. Full lizard. And when I realized, like, oh, this is the most lizard he's going to get in the face, which is basically just, like, they removed his nose and made his skin look scaly. Yeah. It's, 
yeah. it's not a good look because he's scaly Voldemort. He's he's so very lizardy on the rest of his body, and then his face is just like a flattened face. Yeah, with scales. Like I don't, I don't think it was good. I would have preferred not great, not great. I don't know. Would a, would a more lizardy face been better? It would have been hard for him to talk if he had like. A, I don't know. He feels like he's true to the comics somewhat. I can't talk about the lizard anymore because I need to talk about <laughs> Dennis Leary, Captain Stacy, played by Dennis Leary. Yeah. Yes, that was my last person to talk about, yes. Oh, oh, by the way, so before the final action scene, this triumphant moment. The cranes. A final moment of New York heroism oh, is all word. these guys, Jack's father on the radio, like, hey, get get me Kaminsky, get me Jones, get me everyone down 34th. We gotta move get your, all the cranes. Gibbs out. Get the cranes out on the street. We got to get the cranes. That? We got to help this guy. That was so, I eye rolled and it yes. hurt me because of yeah, how hard it was. Because I heard it. I heard it all the way down to Florida. A news anchor on the TV says, Spider-Man looks hurt. I don't think he's going to make it, but he is definitely trying to get to Oscorp right now, which is the most, I guess, narrow cast, uh, <laughs> but also like insightful anchor to be able to be like, it looks like Spider-Man's been shot in the leg. He's not going to make it unless <laughs> he needs help from some local New Yorkers. The New Yorkers. <laughs> That's right. And yeah, them all moving the jib out their their booms out on their cranes and him shooting for the first one falling and then jack's father (laughs) operating the crane (laughs) lifts him back up like i got you spider-man he saved my son it's the guy who saved my boy on the bridge sure they're clearing us out something bad's going down in midtown hey you still friends with matthews that crane operator down to sixth avenue yeah can i also just say He's supposed to be shot in the leg at this point, Spider-Man. Uh-huh. But grazed. Spider-Man, Spider-Man, he was grazed and then he fights the lizard on the building. So it couldn't have been that bad. He was uh-huh. I think he was milking it for the, he wanted the cranes mm-hmm. to help him even though he, he wanted he, those cranes. He didn't need it. But I just want to say Spider-Man's main mode of transport is web-slinging from buildings, which requires nothing of your legs. Yeah. This all arms. Yeah, so something about, apparently he couldn't swing left to right from building. He needed that straight-on that straight-on swing, apparently. Whatever. It was cheesy. I okay. It Dennis was Leary. so cheesy. So Dennis Leary's the dad. Yes. Dennis Leary is so against Spider-Man, even when there's a lizard around, which if there is a lizard, a giant lizard. I'll give the spider guy a chance. You need to kind of, yeah, at that point in time, it's like, uh, let's not put all our forces towards Spider-Man right now. Let's not do the helicopter thing towards Spider-Man. Right. Let's instead go after the giant lizard That's terrorizing right. people. Yes. He then finds out that Peter Parker is Spider-Man. Pick to pick a pickle peppers. Yes. He goes to fight the lizard with him. At this point, I am so pro Dennis Leary. Absolutely. When he has a shotgun and he yes. is shooting off bits of the lizard. And he does not care. He does not care that this lizard is about to eat him. He's just going to keep shooting that shotgun and that he's just going to hit the lizard with the shotgun. He is not backing down. Totally pro Dennis Leary. Absolutely. He he does have the best line in the movie where the lizard says, you're absolute poor Peter Parker. No father, no something. You don't have, like, you have a bad relationship with your aunt. (laughs) Did he say all that? (laughs) You also get bullied by a guy at school. You're all alone. How pathetic. You have terrible diction. No one can understand what you say. you don't seem to have a great relationship with the woman who likes you. You seem to not really have. But anyway, sorry, <clears throat> back to my thing. You're all alone. And Dennis Leary comes up and says in full Dennis Leary fashion, he's not alone. 
<laughs> that's it. That's the whole line. That's it. And it's so good. But it was, and then it was, he just starts blasting so him. Yes. Now, Dennis Leary then just gets absolutely wrecked. It's very sad. <laughs> but but it's it's sad. But then I want to have this question for you. While he's dying, he says, hey, Peter, st- people near you are going to get hurt. You're going to need to keep being Spider-Man. This, this accent is all over the place. <laughs> the, your it's all accent. over the place. <laughs> it's so good. But he's like, stay away from Glenn. From Glenn. <laughs> Stay away from my son, Glenn, and also my daughter, Gwen. Both of them. I want you to stay away from my kids, Glenn, Gwen, and Schmen. Yes. Do you think that is a fair thing to ask of a guy who just saved the city from a lizard man that who never says yes, but do you think it's a fair thing to ask of Spider-Man to leave, especially because you know he has no buddy in life? Well. Ask him to disconnect it from your daughter. So I want you to promise me something, okay? Leave Gwen out of it. This is so difficult because I watched the sequel right after the first one. Mm-hmm. And Which he was right. Yeah, Dennis Leary yeah, was, he was right. right. He was right. So I feel like given his position and understanding of criminal psyche because he's a cop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He knows. I think, I think that's fair for him to say on his deathbed. To say, listen, don't. It's going to end badly. Don't be with my daughter. It's going to end badly. Should he ask him not to be Spider-Man? Give up this life of Spider-Man and you can be with both Glenn and Gwen, my kids. I don't know what character you're impersonating now. (laughs) It's not Dennis Leary. uh, (laughs) It's not Dennis Leary. I feel like he sees that Spider-Man is needed now. So he can't say that. Mm. He can't say, like, don't be Spider-Man. Spider-Man just saved the city. Right. So he understands he has to be Spider-Man, but he's like, listen, I have one daughter. Don't. (laughs) drag her into this like this huge lizard person would have hurt her and i don't want that to be a risk mm. and i just want that confidence as i die <laughs> that you will do your best to not if he could have just postponed shaking his head yes for like five seconds he would have been off the hook he could have had plausible deniability <laughs> that would have been, oh, was, that's terrible he was so slow in responding to everyone else that is true okay he's incisive. so yeah. so 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 then there is a funeral for him, oh, yeah. which is sad because he is, Dennis Leary is a cool dude. We saw him fight the lizard with a shotgun. I feel like Peter Parker could have gone to that funeral. He could have gone to that funeral. And even more so. I think he could have done a lot of things. He could have done a lot of he things. He could have said at the funeral, he could have like paid his respects. Absolutely. There was no reason why he couldn't go. He didn't say, hey, I, hey, Peter, you have to promise me, don't come to my funeral. <laughs> don't even let anybody see you there. <laughs> Don't show your face. You know, he didn't, no. Leave my daughter alone in her time of need. I, okay, l- now let me ask you this. One of the final scenes is Gwen Stacy coming to Peter Parker's house and saying, my father just died. You weren't even at the funeral. I don't mm-hmm. understand that. what even is this. <laughs> but, but then turns around and says. He asked you. My dad told you that thing he tells you all my boyfriends, didn't he? Okay. Nate. To stay away from me. <laughs> shouldn't Andrew Garfield have just said, listen, yes. your father asked me to do That's what he said. I know, but he should have just told Gwen Stacy that from the beginning. Yes. Because if she hadn't have said that one line, letting us know that she knows, like we would have, it would have been so frustrating. And it's like, I know Andrew Garfield has trouble speaking this entire movie, but of all things, just say, your father asked me to not. Right. To be with you. Exactly. He knows the risk it is to you, and he asked me not to be with you. Now, then you put also, you help share the ball in both of your courts of being like, listen, I want to respect your father. Yeah. And if you want to respect your father, 
I will honor that. And we won't be together. Right. If you disagree a lot with this, this is something we can discuss in the future. But for now, I'm honoring your father. Right, exactly. Except when I don't, don't go to his funeral, that I don't honor him as much. <laughs> but yes. Yeah. And then, so so she says this, and he doesn't say anything, which at one moment, he, he could have said with a tear in his eye, yes, he did say this. Right. Dennis Leary didn't say, don't tell her I asked you this. Right, that's right. There was no- <laughs> and then at, the movie ends with it him at school whispering a creepy line about but aren't the promises we can't make some of the coolest ones some of the best ones and she smiles like he's gonna break his promise with my dead dad (laughs) so weird that's terrible it's terrible it's a terrible terrible ending (sighs) i think also the script in this movie is no good yeah it's no good and i have an exhibit for you exhibit a please yes i please find Stephen, in the movie, the part where right after yes. Gwen leaves him, after everything, he has this moment with Aunt May, and she says, a pretty girl, it's blah, 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 blah. But start with when she asks, why? And I want you to play all the gaps in these lines. And it is the most robotic, supposed to be heartfelt, but it's not. What a pretty girl. Yeah. That's what Uncle Ben said. Did you ask her out? Why? Can't. Why? I'm just no good for her. Peter Parker, if there's one thing you are, it's good. What a weird delivery and like this jilted line that's supposed to be encouraging but it ends up being like yeah and you may think when you heard this listeners oh there must be something interesting happening on the camera between these gaps nope it's just a pained <laughs> face of andrew garfield and yeah. sally may doing everything she can all the acting energy to help <laughs> pouring scene. it all in yeah okay that's it okay that's the, that's my exhibit for the script very good well, let's rate this movie on a scale of zero to five briefcases, which is you know Peter Parker's dad holds on to his briefcase, and maybe that'll come into play when we talk about the sequel. I don't rem- I haven't seen the sequel in a long time. I don't remember how this all resolves. Oh man! So I'm very excited. <clears throat> it's gonna be good. Listen, if you want to get a head start on a future Mots episode, watch the Amazing Spider Dash Man colon two. Nate, I'm gonna give the Amazing Spider Man. Two briefcases. Yep. This movie is saved by the fact that I get to see Spider-Man shoot webs around. That's right. But barely. (laughs) I mean, like, honestly, I watched this last night. I wanted to rate it a lot lower because I did not enjoy watching it. I, I was a little bit perturbed that I had to watch this movie a second time in life because halfway through I thought, oh, yeah, I never wanted to watch this movie again. (laughs) And somehow... You know, nine years has got me forgetting that this movie's not a fun watch. Andrew Garfield's not likable in this role of Peter Parker. Emma Stone's great. Dennis Leary is great, although he's a little too much into fighting Spider-Man and not enough into believing that there's a lizard in modern day (laughs) where someone should have a camera shot from the bridge of there being a lizard. (laughs) Right. Terrorizing things. Should be a satellite image somewhere. So, yeah, it gets two for me. I mostly did not enjoy it. Yeah. 
it's still Spider-Man, though. So at the end of the day, like, it's still cool when he f- swings around on webs. It is. And like I said, the music, I, I liked the inspirational swelling music of this movie. I was down for it. But Nate, I'm going to agree with you. I'm going to give it two briefcases. I don't care to see this again. Lizard guys, cheesy and weird. Bad CG. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Andrew Garfield is meh. And two. Now, quickly. Rating R3. We rate. Yep. We have to rate the Peter Parkers. Yep. I'm going to say Tom Holland, number one. Tobey Maguire, number two. Andrew Garfield, number three. Uh, I am. Yeah, I think I have to say Tom Holland, too, at the top. Yeah. yeah. Tom Holland, Tobey Toby Maguire, his transformation from, I truly believe he was a nerd. Yep. And I truly believe that he would have been picked on in school. Absolutely. None of the other two, I believe, would get bullied now or in the past. Right. But there was something about Tobey Maguire with his glasses and with his kind of, he does this thing with his mouth where he kind of puckers his lips a little bit. <laughs> that like Tobey Maguire made for a good pre-transformation Spider-Man. I still remember him like, yes. and then he's like ripped and flexing in front That's of right. the mirror after That's he transforms. Right. Like best transformation. Yes. And catching all that cafeteria food on the tray. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All very good. Very but I think good. overall, I think Tom Holland, from what I've heard from comic book fans, Tom Holland best captures the spirit of spider-man and yes. i think andrew garfield's the worst <laughs> all right well we agree but in the multiverse oh, we may have both oh of those spider-man goodness coming back. i'd be down for toby Maguire coming back would you want to yeah would you want to see adult toby Maguire play like a well i think i kind of would from a different like a different timeline and we see him come in it'd be like this the uh into the spider-verse version yes. of the of, yeah yeah i would be down for it I have no idea what he, what Tobey Maguire looks like right now. What what does he even does he look like? He's you know what, Stephen. I have to admit, I haven't seen a picture of Tobey Maguire in a long time. Well, when you search his name in the Google, how is Tobey Maguire doing? He'd be all right, Nate. He'd be fine. He'd be fine. He'd be fine. He looks great. He looks great. I'm all for it. For seeing him reprise the role in the multiverse. Listeners, let us know what you thought. Comment on our Instagram at movies on the side. Support the show on patreon.com slash movies on the side or do a free trial on Apple Podcasts. You can listen to a hilarious bonus episode we recorded today, going from Dave's Killer Bread to our <laughs> quotes of choice for a toast. Uh, Nate and I both try to toast or end a toast. Anyway, it's very funny. You should listen to the bonus episode. And if you haven't yet, don't forget to give us a five-star rating and review in Apple Podcasts. And as we always say, Do I look like the mayor of Tokyo to you? (laughs) (laughs) That was pretty good. There's not even a one after it. It's just the amazing Spider-Man starring the guy from Jumper, Andrew Garfield. From Jumper? Wasn't he in Jumper? I don't think so. <laughs> I thought Wait, that was Anakin. Oh, Hayden Christensen. I just ruined the whole intro. My bad. <laughs> well, start again.